Corona Chronicles session 33 with Elizabeth Blau and uh, Elizabeth Blau, uh, well known restaurateur in the Las Vegas area. She's got operations up in uh, Canada as well. Uh, you may have seen her on the TV series or the TV show, uh, the what is it, restaurant startup, I believe is the name of the series. I don't watch TV, but she's well known, great restaurateur, somebody who I was going to be getting on the show uh, while I was in Las Vegas, and I was actually supposed to be in Las Vegas right about now until like this point. Uh, I'll be actually coming back right about now. And she was on my hit list for guests to make an example of in Las Vegas. And uh, since we weren't able to record in person uh, her her mentor session, her life story and all the advice she has making an example of her, I uh, said, Hey, well, we can't do that now, but why don't we get you on the show to uh, share how you and your restaurant group are handling this uh, best practices, things like that around uh, the coronavirus. And that's exactly what we did. Uh, she has some good advice, um, really just emphasizing positivity. We'll get into that during today's episode. You'll hear all about it. But before we hit play on today's chat, I have to let you know that this episode was brought to you by restaurant 365 restaurant 365 is a cloud-based all-in-one restaurant specific accounting and back office platform that seamlessly integrates with your pos system payroll provider and food and beverage vendor let's be honest working on your business while it's in motion is not easy you know it's kind of like trying to work on an airplane while it's in flight it's not easy i get it But now that your airplane's parked, it's time to get out. It's time to assess and time to put together a plan on how you're going to come back even better. And maybe Restaurant 365 should be a part of those plans. So go to restaurant365.com slash unstoppable and you'll qualify for 30% off implementation and a free inventory build within Restaurant 365, a value of $5 thousand dollars today's episode is also brought to you by proctor and gamble specifically don professional so we're not cleaning as many dishes these days with all the takeout that we're doing and the delivery we're doing but we're still making a mess in that kitchen with those pots and pans and it's our responsibility to stay clean and safe during all of this and don professional will clean and get rid of those gnarly nasty coronas virus germs if they're on your pots and pans. Uh, But beyond that, we also need to be mindful of the money we're spending and our environment, right? So Dawn Professional is going to save you money and it's going to save the environment because we use way less water when we're using Dawn Professional and we use way less soap because those soaps and suds last so much longer. It really holds up in that water. So you're, you're switching loads far less often. Head over to pngpro.com. Again, that's pngpro.com and keep your eyes peeled for Dawn in the grocery store and at your whatever place you go to get stuff for your restaurant. I bet they have it. Don Professional. All right, here's today's episode. And Elizabeth Blau, how are you? Well, you know, as good as to be expected. Um, I think that trying to have a positive um, attitude in all of this absolute craziness um, is is definitely helping me get through these these long yeah. days before we dive into um, who you are or the, to 
into what's going on in the industry, let me give the listeners an idea of who you are. So Elizabeth Blau uh, from Connecticut worked in uh, New York City with the Maccioni family, uh, a very familiar name within the, the restaurant industry. Then you moved to Las Vegas and ended up working with uh, Steve Wynn from Wynn Casinos. And about 18 years ago, you started Blau and Associates, uh, where you're the CEO today. Kind of paint the picture of what where your business was at before uh, three weeks ago. Well, so um, it's kind of crazy. The um, world was a very different place just a few w- weeks ago. Right. We had um, five restaurants that we operated in Canada, um, three here in, in Las Vegas, and, and one in Pennsylvania. Um, all of our restaurants are closed. Um, the ones in Canada and uh, and one of the, the the two in the U.S. are um, are in casino hotels, so not naturally those have closed down, and so. We are focusing on our honey salt operation, and so um, we have completely reimagined, um, you know, what um, our restaurant business looks like, um, having to have laid off, you know, most of the front of house staff. And um, How many and total people did you have to lay off in, in total? Um, between the U.S. and Canada, about 600 people. Oof, I'm so sorry. Um, well, you know, the, the silver line, lining is that we have um, some extraordinary partners. So um, the Venetian, um, Sheldon Adelson, came out with an article, and he is um, going to be um, paying all of our employees um, for the next two months. And um, so it's, uh, it's a wonderful position to, um, to be in, obviously, for some of the front of the house employees that doesn't include gratuities, which are a major part of their, their income, but it, at least um, they will not have to file for, for unemployment and um, they will be protected with um, benefits. So that is a huge sigh of relief. And really one of the impetus is because, you know, it's a little bit of a chicken and the egg, um, you know, do you close, um, you know, for social distancing and, um, and, and just, try and ride it out or, you know, do you stay open and provide, um, you know, takeout and, and delivery food service. And, and for us at Honey Salt, it was, you know, kind of threefold. On one hand, um, we stayed open and, and we're, we're servicing our community. Our, we're a local neighborhood restaurant and, you know, a lot of our food is comfort food based on, you know, a lot of mine and my husband's family recipes. Um, Secondly, we're um, employing, you know, 25 people who um, unanimously want to be coming to work and um, wanted to remain on, on, on payroll. And we've done all kinds of crazy things like create to-go cocktail programs. And we, we started a little marketplace. And every day we have, well, we have four different family-style meals. And every day we have a different special. And with Passover and Easter, Easter dinner, Easter brunch coming, we've designed um, family-style menus for those, and those are proving to be very popular. Um, And then thirdly, um, no matter how difficult um, it is for us and and our restaurant employees, um, there are always those in our our community who um, who are at greater risk, and one of the big platforms of our of our company and of our family's philosophy is, is really philanthropy. And so um, we have partnered with a couple of extraordinary um, local organizations, the Moonridge Foundation, the Elaine Wynn Family Foundation, um, our county commissioner, and um, we have created a program called Delivering with Dignity, 
And so um, we, last week, which was our inaugural week, produced um, 4,000 meals that were um, delivered directly to um, homes of that of those at most at risk in the community. So um, uh, low-income families who wouldn't ha- ordinarily have any um, other means to get food to their homes, um, elderly, um, uh, HIV, cancer patients, um, you know, who really during this time, um, you know, have to stay quarantined. Yeah. And so um, very proud of my team for doing that. As you should be. That's incredible. And that's part of really what I'm trying to do here is just make an example of what other people are doing for inspiration. How we, can we try to recreate that maybe in our smaller communities across the nation? And I, I, I kind of want to move the show away from like what to do, less of a reaction reaction based uh state of mind, more of a proactive state of mind. Uh, so real quick from, and I hope most of the people that are listening, listening to this have made the, 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 the moves in their business they had to, whether that be closing, uh, altogether or, uh, transitioning to takeout or curbside really right, right, right now, what I want to focus on is best practices. So, um, you're focusing on, like you said, doing the family meals and packaging family meal style, uh, meals or for pickup. Are you delivering those or what, what are some of the best practices you've learned in that regard that you can share with us? So, um, we have, you know, our, our, usual delivery partners. So we work, um, a lot with, um, Postmates and, and Grubhub. Um, and so our meals are, are being delivered, um, you know, in that ordinary fashion, but, um, we're also employing some of our wait staff who need to make some, some extra money. And so, um, we are doing our, our own deliveries, um, as, as well. Um, the family style meals are, um, they're a bit more economical. Um, and then they're really geared to, you know, to some of our fun comfort foods. So we've got, um, fried chicken and mac and cheese. We've got a meatloaf and, and mashed potatoes. We have, um, short ribs, but we also have a roasted chicken or salmon. Um, and then we've done fun things like, um, we had paella and, um, my husband has a delicious chicken curry recipe. So just really, you know, kind of thinking about, you know, what kind of things, um, you know, in this, you know, kind of time of terrible uncertainty, um, are going to make people feel, feel comfortable. Um, and, uh, probably, most men and women at, at home um, haven't cooked this much. Uh, right. We know that people cleaned out the supermarkets. So, you know, their fridges and pantries are, are completely stocked. So, you know, I think that, um, you know, after the first week of quarantine that, you know, that people have kind of, you know, look at it as a blessing that those restaurants that are, are still open in our community. Yeah, I think the the grocery stores yeah. might be taking another big hit because they kind of recovered a little bit from a, that initial surge of people kind of losing their shit and just going out and getting as much food as possible. But now they're saying that um, this idea of uh, things kind of starting to recover by April 12th is just totally unrealistic. Um and I was watching actually Joe Rogan the other day. He had a, a doctor on the name of the doctor is escaping my head, head right now. Uh, but it's uh, the doctor is basically kind of leading the charge on trying to develop um, vaccines and viruses and anything. And he said that we're looking at probably realistically um, end of May, June, best case scenario. Did you hear anything along those lines? You know, I have heard, June, I've heard July, um, you know, I, I, I hear, you know, some of the casino hotels are going to reopen in May. So, um, 
I'm also watching because, you know, what's happening with the stimulus package and the SBA, and that seems to change on a daily, sometimes hourly basis. So, you know, trying to give anybody, you know, advice on what loans to apply for and what's happening. I mean, you know, it's, um, you're better off turning on the television and watching Tiger King because <laughs> otherwise it's going to go crazy. Right. Um, and that's a, a lot of people are asking me those questions. And the truth is I, I just don't know. And it's, it's happening so fast. I don't know who to talk to. Um, who are some of the people that are, you're paying attention to the people that do have the right answers in your opinion? Well, you know, I think that the James Beer Foundation um, and Catherine Miller, the vice president of Impact, is doing a great job um, with communications. And so I'm enjoying getting their their newsletters. Um, I'm, I'm obviously watching as many news programs. I'm talking to uh, Kroos, my um, accounting firm in, in, um, in Los Angeles, as well as talking to Bank of America and Merrill Lynch, some of our banking partners. So, you know, just trying to, um, you know, read as many newsletters, um, but, you know, even for these bankers, um, you know, I know we had a webinar scheduled um, today and that was canceled because, again, the um, the information even that they're getting at the banking level just keeps um, keeps changing. I, and I, I can't, you know, I, those are, people are just like biting their tongue. I think everyone's afraid to talk because they're afraid of liability. Um, I'm sure that's that's part of it as well. But I, I think that um, this is a very, very complicated stimulus package. And, you know, for a person like me, when you say $3 trillion, it sounds like a lot. But when you factor in every yeah. small business in America, is that the right number? I mean, who knows? Right. So, um, and I think those numbers were based off of uh, maybe a, uh, I don't know, uh, a, a, a date more like mid-April. Um, and now we're saying July, like how long is that going to really, how, how long can we stretch that when the, everybody's yeah, away it, from it? it it's, it's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna work, but for so many people, there's just, there's an immediacy of uncertainty and it's like, what do I do with my landlord? What do I do about my utilities? Um, you know, there's, there's just so many questions. So it's really frustrating. And, and for a lot of people, it's, it's really scary frightening. Um, and so, um, you know, again, we, we've started a, a Facebook page called save our local restaurant community for Las Vegas. We've got close to 2000, um, local restaurants, chefs and restaurateurs. Um, and so it, it gives us a platform to communicate with one another. And so, you know, when you go back to your, your best practices, I think that's important. I think also, um, you know, we, we joined our, our voices here. We started a petition to our, our governor, um, chefs and restaurateurs across the country did that. And I really believe that our, our voices have been heard at the highest levels, but it's not over. I mean, we have to continue to, um, to petition. Um, we have to lobby to our governor because states will be given individual federal funding. And we have to make sure that, you know, that restaurants get our fair share. Um, you know, there's so many small businesses are, are, salons and, you know, and, and, and so many, you know, kind of uh, ancillary businesses that have, that are considered non-essential that are completely closed down basically, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, supermarkets, targets, you know, Amazon. I feel like even um, they're taking a hit, you know, uh, because people, I think, um, it'll be interesting. I don't know. Well, I think everyone is. I mean, first of all, you know, go into target and you're there with 
30 other people because they're, you know, they're monitoring how many people can come in and, you know, the same with, you know, Whole Foods and there's a line around the building of, you know, people with their carts waiting to get in. Um, It's certainly nothing that, you know, I've ever seen in this country um, before. Yeah. So you mentioned you were having conversations with your bankers and your accountants, and I know that everything's changing so fast and this stimulus package is so much the unpackage, but what, is there any advice that you have gotten that you can relay and transfer to myself and my listeners? Any, any updates, anything that could be helpful? Yeah. I mean, I think that no matter, um, you know, which of the, the loans, um, that you're, you're considering, I mean, I think the, the, the most important piece of information that we've heard is that they'll, you know, that, you know, there's no penalty for paying them back. So, you know, reach out to your bank, you know, increase your line of credit. If you haven't already done that, apply for the PPP or the EDL, the EDL, whatever they're calling it. Um, But, you know, apply for those. And then, you know, once they, they fine tune, you can decide, I mean, you can, once you're approved for the money, you can always, you know, say, forget it, I'm not going to take it. But, you know, get yourself signed up with the SBA um, so that you're in the queue. Um, I understand it's going to be, you know, uh, it should just take a few days to, you know, to, to get approved. What's confusing is what's going to be included, um, you know, what is going to be, uh, you know, what the timetables are. Um, so those are the parts that, you know, that, that don't seem to be, um, you know, quite clear um, at, at this point. But, you know, I think that the sound advice is, is to get yourself signed up, um, you know, under the best of your ability. For me, the PPP, um, you know, some of that is going to be forgivable. Um, I'm not interested in, in, you know, in taking out more loans or more mar- mortgages. I, I want I want a bailout. So I, I want, you know, to take money that that is going to be at least, you know, some percentage of, of forgivable. So what's this, the conversation looking like in this community that you have, save our local community, uh, this Facebook group, what, what are people, what are the major concerns there? Um, well, the, 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 the positive side is that, you know, um, people, there's just a lot of kindness. Um, there's a lot of people, you know, reaching out, holding hands, wanting to, you know, to help one another, which I think is so critical in a, in a time like this, but, you know, everybody has, you know, different questions. Everybody's in a different scenario. Some people have just, you know, had to shut their doors. Um, you know, some people are, you know, are partially in business, but, you know, everybody is confused as to, you know, to what this, um, you know, stimulus bill, you know, means to them, what the future is going to look like um, to them. You know, people have, you know, some landlords that have reached out and, you know, are, are, are you know, amenable to, um, you know, either um, delaying payments or even forgiving payments. And you have other landlords who are, you know, who are, you know, threatening foreclosure, which, you know, our governor, um, as well as our Congress, people said will not be tolerated. But, you know, I mean, human beings. So you've got yeah. people on every end of the spectrum. So what is your plan? What's your strategy? Is there a strategy for you and your, your associates uh, to, for the, let's just say the next three months? Cause that's what the realistic picture, if not longer is looking like. Yes, we have a very clear strategy for, for honey salt. And, um, and first and foremost, it's the health and safety, um, you know, of, of our team. And so, you know, as long as we feel, um, you know, comfortable and, and, you know, what is happening in our community with the, the virus and that it's still safe. Um, you know, that is, 
the first impetus of staying open. Um, the second is, is that we have a very clear number as to, you know, to what break even, um, you know, looks like. And what I don't want to do is deplete our operating capital to the point that when we are ready to reopen, um, that we don't have the cash reserves to, you know, to do so. Um, and then I also, you know, want to make sure that any of the families or, or people that have been laid off, um, you know, if they, you know, need a micro loan or, you know, there's anything that we can do, um, you know, whether it's provide food, um, there's, you know, the last thing we want is that anybody on our, our team suffers, but, you know, we also have a responsibility, um, to reopen because that's how we're going to be able to employ all these people. And so we have to be cautious. Um, and our approach. And thus far, so many restaurants in our community are closed, um, you know, that that is, you know, allowing us to, you know, to hit that, um, that number. And while we're certainly not going to be making any money, um, you know, as long as we're not um, losing money, and we're providing a service to our community. And as I said, we're being able to operate our delivering with dignity program, then, um, you know, then we'll continue to to keep our doors open. So I know that that number, uh, this cash reserve or, or whatever that number is, is going to be different for everybody depending on the scenarios. But is there um, a percentage you can share or a way to come to that number that you or like uh, some some basic uh, best practices that you can share? Well, I think that, you know, um, you don't need to have a crystal ball to realize that, you know, whatever this magic date is that, you know, when the lights in the world are turned back on and we can leave our homes and, you know, hug our friends um, safely again, that business is not going to come back, um, you know, at a hundred percent. And so, you know, I, I think having a couple months um, rent and, and utilities and, um, you know, and, and covering your, your hard costs, knowing that, you know, we're not just going to spring back. Um, and so I think you have to at least have, you know, two to three months, um, reserve to cover those those costs, knowing that you know we may not make we may not actually see any profitability in, until fall. Yeah. And so you know some of your your key management um, you know may have to um, you know to take salary reductions um, you know for for a period of time um, you know until we can get back to some kind of fiscal health. Now you said the the family meals seem to be your primary source of income right now with what you're doing. Um, is there any other strategy you're using or any other ideas that are on the table that you guys are looking to leverage? Well, you know, in our normal business operation, we're about um, 60, 40 food to alcohol sales. And obviously that 40% of alcohol mm. sales is, is what brings the profitability to the bottom line. So by the County allowing us to sell alcohol, um, you know, that's been a little bit of a silver lining this, this last week. And, um, as I mentioned, we've, you know, we've, um, we've come up with cocktail, you know, a watermelon mojito to go. Um, and, and it serves, it, it makes four cocktails and, you know, and the, the mixer is in a Mason jar and then you get a Patron silver or a Casamigos, um, uh, 200 milliliter to, to go with that. Um, you know, we also, um, have most of our liquor stores closed. So, um, we are finding people buying, you know, more, um, wine and, and beer as, as well. Um, and, uh, we also did something fun called a pizza kit. Nice. So, um, you know, if you, if you want to have a, a, a 
family-friendly activity. Um, you know, we sell you the dough, the sauce, the cheese, um, and the, the fresh basil and, you know, and some instructions to, yeah. to make a pizza. And it's been fun because people have been, you know, posting pictures of their creations and, yeah. and their toppings. And I think that's where the magic is right now is in that creativity is thinking outside the box. I literally had somebody message me today. They're doing a soap car racing like kits so they're sending out like uh these kits for uh race carts like the, the uh, they call soap park soapbox cars what are they called Do you know what i'm talking about the ones that you just get in and they go down the hill and they're like gravity for like the the, the dad and the son like yeah yeah work yeah, yeah. my soap son car. used to do that at yeah. camp i forget yeah soapbox yeah soapbox right? yeah so they're 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 sending out these kits and the idea i think is to basically have a race at the end of all of this but what you know what you know there's there's things to do to get creative to to give things people are sitting on their hands at home right now with like, like what do we do? So now there's like ways to engage the public and to keep people, you know, like, uh, just engaged and, and active and to keep their minds busy is like, I think where the magic is right now. And, uh, what do you think the, the, the future of the industry looks like? That's one thing I'm really interested in discovering and, and having a conversation. I'm signing off with this conversation is what does the future look like? Because if we can have that vision collectively as an industry, we can achieve it together. And I think it's instead of being reactive to the market, why not be proactive and choose our fate is kind of the direction I want to go. So what do you think the industry should look like after this? So how can we come back even stronger? You know what? Um, we as Americans are resilient and uh, we as Las Vegans are resilient. I mean, whether it was 9-11 or the financial crash or the, you know, the horrific mass shooting here, um, this city has always come back. This country has always come back. It, what, it's what makes us stronger. Hopefully we learn from these, these lessons, but, um, you know, we're, we're a, a nation of, of, of smart, intelligent, you know, people. And so we're going to beat this. And, um, you know, there's going to be some unfortunate casualties. There's going to be some, you know, kind of Darwinian survival of the fitness, fittest, not yeah. fitness. And, and some people who were, were not properly prepared and, um, you know, were, um, you know, kind of living, you know, um, paycheck to paycheck are going to have some tough times. But I, I think that um, in the end uh, that it, things are going to be, be rosy again. So yeah. I have a positive outlook. Elizabeth, thank you so much for taking the time to, to share what you guys are doing over there at Blau and Associates. Um, and I, I wish you the best. Who's somebody that you respect right now as far as how they're handling this and what they're doing to be active in their community? I'm looking for people to make an example of. Who do you uh, recommend? You know, I think that, um, you know, there's so many of our, our great chefs. Um, Tom Clicchio has started a group, Save Our Restaurants, the Independent Restaurant Coalition. Uh, Thomas Keller, John George, Wolfgang Puck, and Danielle Ballou have started uh, BIG. Um, and, um, you know, this is a time where our, our community really rallies. As I said, the James Beard Foundation um, has, has been doing great things, the National Restaurant Association. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking for all of our government leaders to, you know, stop their partisan nonsense and let's focus on, on, on fixing America. And, um, and, and that's all that we should be focused on, um, moving ahead and, and try and, you know, lose, leave the vitriol for the virus and, um, and, and let's focus on, on kindness and productiveness yes. for, um, for rebuilding our country.
Elizabeth Blau, thank you again so much for making time for me and my listeners in the industry or during these weird times. Uh, your advice has been helpful and uh, I hope to get you on the show as we originally planned. I was actually supposed to be in Las Vegas right now and uh, you're going to be one of my guests and I want to make that happen. So you better believe you'll be hearing from me at the end of all this. That's for sure. I love it. We will, we will treat you to dinner at one of our places. <laughs> I will absolutely <laughs> accept. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. There we go. Thanks again to Elizabeth Blau from Blau and Associates. Uh, Really great stuff. And really, what can you do through all this other than stay positive? Be mindful of that energy you're putting off because, you know, your your team's looking to you to lead the way. And that's not just what to do. That's how to be. And if you're stressed out, they're going to be stressed out. So just try to Try to stay as positive as possible and uh, some really good advice. I think, um, you know, there's a lot of people looking for answers right now. I think not a lot has changed on that front. Well, you know, where to go to get answers in the restaurant industry. I think that the uh, restaurant associations are proving their worth more than ever right now. Uh, I think that's really where they shine is going to court and lobbying and staying plugged into regulations and all that sort of thing. So just head over to you know national restaurant association or your local state association to stay plugged into best practices. And uh, she said that uh, James Beard is putting out some great resources. So I'll be sure to link to that as well in the uh, notes today. And, and uh, just some good stuff all around. And today's episode is brought to you by two sponsors. They are Restaurants 365 and Don Professional. So Restaurant 365 is a cloud-based all-in-one restaurant-specific accounting and back office platform that seamlessly integrates with your POS system, payroll provider, and food and beverage vendor. Head over to restaurant365.com slash unstoppable and you'll qualify for 30% off implementation and a free inventory build within Restaurant 365, a value of $5,000. And again, Don Professional, listen, we got to keep our place clean during all of this and uh, killing those germs, keeping the the, the spread of coronavirus to a minimal and Don Professional can help beyond that. You know, it's just way more uh, friendly on the environment. You're using way less water with Don Professional and you're using less soap because Don Professional holds up longer than leading brands, other leading brands out there. So again, Don Professional, head over to pgpro.com. That's pgpro or just keep your eyes open for Don in the grocery stores or wherever you get your uh, cleaning supplies for your restaurant. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to the show and for hanging out this long. Um, as we go into the future, I'm going to try to get more specific advice, more actionable advice. The past few weeks have just kind of been mayhem. I'm just trying to keep you guys positive and give you advice and have you connect with some leading restaurateurs out there. Hopefully as things, you know, start to stabilize, we can get more and as we get a better crystal, you know, image of what that, that future looks like. We can start giving you better actionable advice to move forward into the future. And I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for your patience through all this. And uh, I I can't wait to get back out there and start doing the interviews. But until then, I'm going to be doing my best to line up these remote chats with uh, experts and uh, leaders throughout the industry. And uh, we'll get through this, guys. Just stay positive. All right. Until next time, peace out.